0: Rob Green, what? Uh, hello, welcome. Uh, what are you on about? Like Clive Tilsey and Rob Green? What do you mean? Who did the commentary? Oh no, there was um, there was a female commentator. She was really good, actually. Okay. Really, very, very knowledgeable. Uh, I was impressed with her. So hello if you've just tuned in. This is instant match reaction. The pool have just beaten my land two 0 I can't actually believe it because most of the way through that game I was like I had my head in my hands, but we've done it. Um what a gang of lads. What a special gang of lads. Joining me, Paul Daglees. Great to see you, mate. What did you think of that game? Just just give me your instant reaction, your feelings, how you feel after that.
1: Sometimes you have you go into these European games and you're thinking, oh, you you're gonna see uh, a performance like you see in front of the cop with no travel and things like i thought it was a i thought it was a really 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 efficient european performance uh we weren't at our best but we, we didn't need to be um and we're playing we're, we're competing on all fronts and and to be able to put in a professional performance like that and you know i know you are going to say it was close they hit the bar in the first half but not much else gav to be honest i uh, need to and the xg from the game we've got three times the xg that they had That's teams. interesting we were, the, we were the better team for sure
0: that they, they had a they had a good sk- spell at the beginning of the second half didn't they it was a good 10 15 minute spell where they were putting us that their, their midfielders pressed our midfield like unbelievably they almost, meant man for man. They, have,
1: they almost meant man for man because what the same thing happened against burnley when burnley played with two forwards they played with two forwards as well and normally uh when they put Van Dyke under pressure and when they put Canati under pressure, it was massive against Burnley, then it's harder to get your rhythm, you know, mm-hmm. when the first line of your build-up is getting pressure on them. So it's maybe something that we can look from the last couple of games. Maybe we need to drop a midfield midfielder in or keep a full-back, took a full-back in to try and create an extra man in the build-up. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it was they almost matched us up. If you look at the position, you um, if you look at the positions that they had of of Perisic and Dumfries, they went and they really went high. So they they almost left 3v3. And I I think at times we were trying to play through the pressure, which is the way we play. But you look, if if you're leaving Salah, Mane, Jota, and then obviously when when Diaz comes on Firmino in half a space against their three centre-backs, Sometimes you, you've just got to play the percentages and take the 3v3. Three three. I know it's not really what we do, but I'd fancy our front three against any three defenders that were left there with that amount of space.
0: I, um, I'm I'm too emotional when I watch the game and I end up like watching the ball rather than the, the tactics. And I do try and I make some notes, but um, it, it seemed to me like our uh, front three for a large period of the game until... I think until we got the goal, because the goal really came against the other plate. Yeah. It, it wasn't... We weren't holding the ball up. And Bobby came on, I assume, because Jota wasn't holding the ball up. And then Bobby came on and was losing the ball. And but that was it, it just kept coming back us. There was under
1: pressure. It was... If you look at it, they played in a three-five-two, So the two forwards went against the centre-backs. The wing-backs pushed up on the and It wasn't always like that. Because sometimes one of the midfielders would drop into a full-back position. But Dumfries especially was being really, really, really aggressive in uh, pressing and even defensively, he was coming inside a lot as well. So I take huge on the second half, I was like, we've got so much uh, opportunity if we just keep our left winger wide or even if Robo went and, and stood out there because what was happening was because Dumfries was being really aggressive when he was defending, uh, Scrinia was getting dragged all the way across uh, into wide areas and that was isolating the 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 other two centre backs against people they don't want to be isolated against. So the when they went man for man, it's about well moving the players. You can do two things in football, Gab. You can move the ball, but you can also move the opposition with your movement. And I thought in the second half, I think when Diaz came on, he he, he stayed wide quite often. Uh and it really spread into out and, and gave us gaps to go through.
0: Uh, I thought, um, what did you think? I thought Fabinho was absolutely outstanding in the first half, but in the second half, he pulls him off after 10 minutes. What What did you think of that change?
1: Well, it was an hour mark, wasn't it? So, mm. uh, what what you don't know is what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe he was always only going to play an hour because there's five subs. And, and what they What they do is they look at uh, chronic load and they look at how many minutes he's played over the last few games. And when players start entering, they call it the red zone then rather than push them through the red zone they'll take them off uh and i think that maybe some of them were were premeditated
0: okay um we've got a few uh, there's a there's gentleman called norman who's watching us on youtube he's um he's asked the question he said um i feel like virgil is starting to look back to his best is that is that something you saw tonight
1: uh i, I just think he's just bigger than you he's stronger than you he's calmer than you he's just the best defender in the world best central defender in the world there's not nobody even close um and it, it obviously after he's been out for six months even if you didn't have an injury if you've not played football for six months it's going to take you a little bit of time to get back to the level but everyone's looking at him to say well is he back yeah i i've not really seen a performance where i was like he he doesn't look the same uh, yes, it takes a little bit of time to get back, but I've never really seen, just seems to be a narrative that people don't expect him to be the same because he's coming back from an ACL. But the the I think even if you look at it and you go, okay, because of both of our full go. we put so much pressure on our centre-backs because we leave them 2v2 at times, especially in the Burnley game and the game tonight. We left them 2v2, but even the ball goes over the top. Dzeko tries to run, and Van Dijk's just like who are you kidding you're not, yeah. not going to run past me. Sling your I mean, yes I think when you play against two strikers you're always going to get stretched a little bit more but if you look at the three centre-backs that play out of ours and even Gomez as well they're so mobile they can defend big spaces so well and I, I get so annoyed when the announcers are saying or commentators are saying Liverpool have such a high line of course they do that's so that we can, that's, there's it's pros and cons. We have a high line because our centre-bats can cover big spaces. And also that makes the distances for our midfields and our forwards that they have to defend smaller. So it mm-hmm. saves their energy for the attacking side. So, yeah, it is, you can't play a perfect game of football, but a high line is what we do.
0: It takes a lot of courage to play like that, doesn't it? Let me let me ask you about um, I mean I know you're massively you're massively into the press, our press, and you've analyzed it and everything. Um, they at times beat our press. At times I felt they were lucky because they got away with it. We we pressed and they were very close to giving the ball away and they didn't. Um, I noticed something, Mo Salah in our press, certainly in the first half, was up, was very, very narrow. He took up a very central position. Did you notice that and why why do you think that would have been?
1: Yeah, they, they try and show inside. That's the Liverpool try and show inside. I know,
0: you know,
1: regardless of what they're playing against, they always try and show inside because the thought process is that, uh, and Jürgen said it in interviews, that the, you know, counter pressing is better than any playmaker in the world because what what he says is that you know they want to take the chance to show inside even if the opposition have a numerical advantage because what he says is that when a team's attacking and are in the build-up phase and they're at the most expansive you've got more gaps to go through them in the transition moment and also if the ball is central when you win it then you've got a shorter distance to go to go. so for those two reasons liverpool always show inside um and the problem, not the problem, but when you're shown inside against a three-five-two, they've got good numbers, and and it becomes the the role of the nine become your nine, the attacking centre forward becomes really the defending centre forward sort of becomes really difficult because you've got a centre back there and you've got a holding midfield player there, and it's how do you deal with that? If you drop your nine off to pick up the holding midfield player, then the centre backs free. You know, if you push if you push your your holding midfield player up to deal with their six, then one of their forwards can drop in behind that space. So it, it does cause a dilemma, but Liverpool are so good at it that they 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 take that risk.
0: Part of this, Bostoni was was very wide, wasn't he? Certainly in the second half, and he was getting the ball a lot. They were yeah. chipping the ball over to him. That yeah. was working for him, is, teams
1: the teams that play a back three, they attack, they build in a back four. So what what you were seeing was you were seeing Bastoni going to a left back position, Devry was going to a left side of centre back position, Skriniar was right side of centre back, and then Dumfries was bombing on. So that there's a lot of teams that are playing a back three that build in a back four. Um, so yeah, that that they did that, and it, I've not watched Inter too closely this year, mate. In fact, I've I've probably not seen them play a league game this season. I don't know if it's something they do regularly, but it was some certainly something that they were doing basically tilting the formation to make a back four in a building.
0: Well let's well, we've spoken quite a lot about Interman. Let's talk about our boys. What what particular things pleased you from our performance during the game?
1: Just control, Gav. It's just control. I mean if if you look at you we all want to see uh you know heavy metal football as as uh, as Jurgen calls it, but it's not always possible. Like people it maybe I'm a little bit more um, uh, thoughtful of it, but when you get on, even though these guys, they turn up at the airport, they drive to the airport, they go straight onto the runway, they get on the plane, a bus meets them at the airport and they get off, they're still on a plane for over two hours flying to Milan, it's a two hour flight, and when you're at altitude, the pressure, cabin pressure, it, it it does fatigue you, I mean, you know when you come off a flight, sometimes you feel tired, so there's a, Massive correlation between the performance after an away European game because of the fatigue of the flight there and the flight back. So I think people say, oh, we, we didn't really look as sharp as we have, but there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what I felt was, I just think it was a really, really comfortable performance without being exceptional. If you take away them hitting the bar, which was an unbelievable strike, um, in the first half. They had the header from Dumfries in the second half from the set play, but they didn't really have at any stage hurt us too much. So it was it was a really, really, really professional away game. And that's that's what you want. We've always, you know, we've all the, the sign of a great team is you don't have to play well to win. Um yeah. the easiest way to do that is if you keep clean sheets. Okay. And again in two totally different situations, away to Burnley, which is a challenge in which you know, I told you respect shit weather, you know, yeah. with wind, rain, four four two, Burnley going vertical, uh and then two hours on a plane, away in the San Siro, you know, two really, really professional performances.
0: Just uh, look at the comments, uh... Uh, Barra O'Farr, oh, We had we had uh, Barra had a question for your dad, and I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, but he's he's asking, "What did you think of the subs' performance when they uh, they came on?" How do I know? Hey, from to Bolton. No, what did you think of the subs' performance when they came on?
1: He's got a question for your dad.
0: No, no, no. What do you do? You think of the so, no? What I said was he he had a question for your dad. We answered during the dad's Q and A.
1: All right,
0: so Great. it's the I recognise his name because it's unusual. So his yeah. question tonight so to you clearer, is, Gav, you know, what I mean, just be a little bit clearer when you. Well, just just listen to me, and then right. we'll be all right. What about the subs tonight? Did he change the game? Did you Did you agree? Um, yeah. we need
1: them? We did against Burnley as well. You know, mm. I thought when Thiago came on, we we had composure. I think that Diaz came on and gave us a real spark. And he, he as I said, when Mane was playing, he, he played really narrow. Uh, tucked in on the left-hand side, and when Diaz came on, he played a little bit wider, and it stretched out there back five. And as I said, the byproduct of that is that now there's gaps to run through. Uh, you know, Naby Keita was excellent when he came on as well, as was Jordan, and and Firmino. To be fair, that that's a that goal is an impossible goal to defend because the ball comes in. There's nothing you can do if you get in front of your marker there's no way that you can stop that because you can't defend from behind if the ball goes over your head. So he's got in front, he's flicked it on. You know, it's, it's an impossible goal to defend and a really, really hard. So, yeah, I think I think that's the one thing. I think when you bring in Diaz, you've brought Jota and he gave us that last year. You've now got everybody fit. Harvey Elliott's fit. You've got Naby Keita. You've got Oxley chamberlain for for Henderson. We really can pick... We can't get Jurgen's such a, a luxury that he can't get it wrong. Because whichever eleven he picks is gonna win it is gonna compete to win the game. You know, they're not always gonna win, but they're they're good enough to win the game. Uh and then obviously when the subs come on they, they wanna start the next game. So the competition for places is 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 proven that all or most of the subs that are coming on are having a real impact.
0: Uh, a little word about the fullbacks. What did you think of their performance? Andy Robertson was super aggressive in that first half. What a, well, he I think
1: really we, we started and I thought, oh, we're, we're going to go for it here because we were pressing really aggressively and, and trying to intercept and, and get on the front foot. I think on the attacking side, I think almost Trent and Robbo sacrificed themselves a little bit because by you can look at things two ways, right? So... If they bomb on and they pin the wing-backs back, then you put them into a back five, and then they're harder to break down. By them being deeper in the build-up, they might not be as effective uh, in the attack, but that sucked out uh, Dumfries, and it sucked out uh, Perisic. And now it created space, spread out their back five into a back three, and now it created space down the side. So I think it, it was probably... A bit of an instruction to be a little bit deeper tonight to try and suck out the wing backs and then play in the space behind them. You didn't always see it. And sometimes you can have a plan, Gav, and you can come up with a plan and it doesn't happen. But you can that maybe that was the intention.
0: Um overall in in the context of the the tie um you know what do you think what are your feelings obviously they've got to come to Anfield. We're two nil up now there's no away goal rule now so that you know it's it's irrelevant it's 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 game on
1: i don't want to say i don't want to say it's over gab because anything can happen in football as we know uh we've been on the good side of it many times but you can also be on the bad side of it but it you know it's it's a very difficult proposition for them coming to anfield if they were two nil up Never mind two 0 down. So uh, we've put ourselves in an unbelievable situation to to progress.
0: Um, and um, lastly, uh, man of the match.
1: Mm. I don't know, mate. I think, as you said, the subs. Maybe the collective effort of the subs when they came on was, were you know, really gave us a spark. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't think there was anybody that you can that you can really single out, can you? To say, oh, they were standout to the... It was just really uh, one of those where away from home, European game, grind it out, get the three points... Get, get the win, sorry, not three points, not in the league. It's not the league anymore, it's the <laughs> two legs. So get the, get the win and and, and head back. So I, I think it was more collective effort, Gav, to be honest, do not it's not you're my thing, so normally you wouldn't single out individuals, but <laughs> I, I genuinely would if I thought there was one, but it was more of a collective effort.
0: Yeah, you're happy, yeah. You're feeling uh, feeling good about it.
1: Well, I'd like to think so, Gav. It's uh it's you can't do much better than that. 2-0 up on an away game.
0: Do you think this is an opportunity for us to shamelessly um promote our new Bobby Firmino shirt, which has just gone live on Twitter? It's just gone live. Yes. I thought you said that you couldn't get inside. <laughs> in time I'm, I'm, a, I'm a magician, mate. So it's now on the website. So we have a new number nine Bobby Firmino T-shirt. Get yourself on Twitter. Get to Ken7.com. And, then, and you can buy it. It's literally gone online minutes ago. Seems while sick. I was sat here. But it'd, be nice
1: for you, it'd be nice for you to be wearing some
0: of the gear, gav You know what I mean? What's that you've got on? This is All Saints this, week. Oh, ah, ah,
1: you
0: know I mean? ah, ah, right then. Yeah, I'm there, let's see, that arm there. Anyway, like to watch listen, just for this video. <laughs> listen, I live in Ken7 stuff, you know I do. So for me to have a day off, one day off. Um, lovely stuff, thank you very much. Thanks for everyone who's, uh, who's watched and um, commented. And um, if you watch us on YouTube, give us a subscribe and um, we will see you on there for more content. And Gav, if people like it, then we can do more. Yeah. You no, know, it's,
1: it's, uh, I really enjoyed that. Good, because we do this anyway. Have a chat yeah. after this, So,
0: nice one. Oh. Okay. Cheers, Paul. See you next Bye. Bye. Bye.